agents, trainers, keepers, pilots, hunters, eighth ballers, and our beloved explorers and wayfinders. Welcome to episode 92 of the Wayspotters podcast, a podcast dedicated to making you a better wayfinder. Wayfinders is brought to you by the good people at the Pokemon Professor Network. Today is Thursday, October 19th. We are recording one day early this week because I have to go away this weekend. So Jamal was kind enough to agree to record one day earlier. Speaking of Jamal, he's with me as always. How are you doing, Jamal? Hey, man. It's good to be here on a Thursday. Um, and we, uh, yeah, it's good to be here on a Thursday. Looking forward to you getting get a chance to go away this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going away this weekend. It'll just give me one more day to edit the audio. Yes, exactly. We'll have one extra day, which is be good because I'm going to be up at the college with my parents. Oh, so okay. I'm not going to have a whole lot of time. So having an extra day will be nice. Yeah. Do you have Wi-Fi and everything up there? Oh, yeah, we're okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Everything's set up up there. Nice. Nice. So let's jump right into the news. All right. Hold on. And now the latest Niantic news from the Wayspotters podcast presented by the Pokemon Professor Network. I got nothing. <laughs> no news. No they news. usually say no news is good news, so we can only assume that something is cooking, something is brewing, but um, mm. we don't know. No news this week. Yes, so. we were we, we were just talking about that off air. The, the fact that there's no news, hopefully, fingers crossed, means that they are working on something. Right. They've got 90, what, no, 87 days to get a review challenge going, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe, seven days. maybe they're working on that. <laughs> I'm a... I'm going to put a counter in the corner yeah, every episode. I know, right? Tick, tick, tick. What about Monster Hunter? We got anything for Monster Hunter? Yes, let's do the Monster Hunter Minute. Right. It's the hottest new mobile game on the market. And here to talk about it is Professor Glaw with the Monster Hunter Minute. All right, let's see if I can nail this one again. Monster Hunter has reached 10 million downloads. That's a bonkers number. It's crazy. Um, to celebrate, they have released a promotional code that will get you one Wander Droplet. That increases your um, interaction radius for, I think, 15 minutes. Two potions and 5,000 zenny. To redeem that, go to store.monsterhunternow.com, offer redemption, and use the code MHNOW10M. And you can also now, they've updated this, you can challenge a monster that has been marked with a paintball for up to three times if you fail to unalive it the first time. So previously, if you didn't get it the first time, it would just run away. Um, whereas normal monsters don't. You can challenge them again, just in case you want to change your weapon or your armor. And now you can do it three times. I'm getting good at this. Dude, like a pro. It's like you got an internal like clock in your head. You nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, you guys are going to make me download this game. It sounds so interesting every time everybody talks about it. I'm like, I don't want to start playing another game. I'm like, I really don't want to. <sighs> All right, we'll see what happens to Dream now and next week. Yeah, I know you had a lot of fun it, with it, it in it. New York. You were killing it in New York. Yes, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it in New York. I don't get out as much to play it as probably I, I would like to, but it's a lot of fun, and I'm enjoying it. All right. But what do we got this enough week? about Monster Yeah, Hunter. what do we got this week? Let's... We got a couple topics this week. We are finally going to talk about supporting information. Um, that's topic number two. I almost derailed myself off of it this week, but <laughs> we're going to talk about it in number two. It's only been a month in the, uh, month in the works, right? <laughs> it's only been a month and a half, yeah, uh, since I've been promising people that we would talk about it. I know we said we weren't going to talk about the Wayfair ladder and the Punishment yep, ladder again. We did. Or not too much, but... I think that we need to address the elephant in the room. Okay. Two elephants. There are two elephants in the room, and I think we need to address both. Agreed. Let's do it. Um, elephant number one, Niantic needs to be more transparent. And I know you have some thoughts on I this. Do. And I want to preface this with, we have been told that the emails are changing and that they will have more information in them. We don't know when that's coming, but... I have an inkling, like we talked about earlier, that it's probably coming pretty soon, um, given the radio silence on every other topic from Niantic. Mm -hmm. And this is kind of something that I know that they're working on as a priority because they, they understand from the community feedback and from the feedback from the ambassadors that it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody just saying, hey, you did something wrong. Right. 
it doesn't help anyone, right? So they need to be more transparent. What do you think about this? So I've got some thoughts on this, and you have talked about this privately. Mm-hmm. There's been people that have been in contact with us over the last couple of weeks through various different platforms, Twitter, DMs, Discord, saying, hey, I was banned, family member was banned, friend was banned or warned, or whatever the case would be, warning, seven-day, 30-day. And they've showed us the email. And some people have been open enough to show us the their, their reviewing history, or they've posted their reviewing mm-hmm. history, and they're like, I don't understand what I did. And I think when you talk about transparency, I think the thing that you're talking about, Chris, is that if I look at that email, I don't know what the heck they did. Right. I follow this stuff pretty closely. Right. You know, I nominate a lot. I review a lot. I like to think I understand the Wayfair system and reading that email. I could not tell you what they did. They aren't giving a they aren't given a specific POI that triggered the instance. They aren't given a specific date when the incident occurred. Right. We know they are going back 2022, 2021. I don't know how far back they're going as far back as the cheating was happening, but no one knows and understands when it happened, what triggered it. So they don't do it again. All they're told is, Hey, something happened and now you're banned or you're warned or whatever. So people, it triggers that fear reflex with people. And they're like, that's it. Throw my hands up. I'm not going to do Wayfair anymore. And at first, Chris, I was like, that's absurd. Why would anybody think that just, you know, don't cheat. But now the more I've seen it, the more I want to call on Niantic to say, give people some specifics, right? The easy Mm -hmm. thing for people to do is say, I'm not going to do Wayfair anymore because I don't know what I did. Now, we talked to people who told us, hey, I did some shady stuff back in the pandemic when it first started. I tried to get a house stop. I tried to do this. I tried to do that. Uh, I was part of a ring or I knew it was going on and I took pictures and I did I did X, Y and Z. People said, hey, you know what? I did that. But for the last year and a half, two years, I've been clean and now I'm getting slapped on the wrist and I don't know why. And I think Niantic needs to tell people this is what you did. Right. If I go out and commit a crime and I go to court, the judge is going to say, Jamal, this is what you did. This is why you're being punished. Here's your fine or whatever. But they're going to tell me and they're going to have evidence to show me what I did wrong. So I don't do it again. Yep. A hundred percent. That's exactly, I think you nailed it. Um, because it doesn't, it doesn't do the service that, that it needs to. Right. So like situations like this, you shouldn't have punishments just for the sake of punishments. Like I'm not going to punish people like at work. Like you don't punish people just for the sake of punishing them. Like a punishment is designed, is designed to curb or stop the behavior that led to the punishment. Right. Right. And if you're, and if you're not giving them an example, like I call someone in the office and be like, Hey, your production is at 40%. I need you at at least 90%. Right. Or if I just call them in the office and be like, you're not good enough. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? Am I not being safe enough? Am I, am I not working quick enough? Am I not working well enough with the people around me? Like a, what about me? What about my job? And what about what I'm doing? Is not good enough? I need you to tell me so I can get better. Right. How am I going to get better? If you're just like, you're not good enough. Here's your stuff yeah. on the rest. Go back. You right? we're gonna go. Why am I gonna work here? Right. It's basic. It's basic change management. Right. You I mean you you yes. do this every day. I do this every day. It's basic yep. change management. I can't change someone's behavior if I don't identify their behavior and give them an example of what the behavior is that I don't want and show them what success looks like. And until Niantic does that, we're gonna run into people who are gonna just. You know what I like to call dog pile on the rabbit, you know, going back to old Bugs Bunny. People are just going to dog pile and Niantic's the rabbit on Twitter, on X or whatever we call it these days. And they're going to say Niantic is bad. Niantic is evil. They punished me for no reason. If someone has been submitting waste spots clean and not cheating for the last 18 months, but they did something two years ago and they might not even remember or knew it was bad two years ago. And now you're you're warning them or banning them now. And not telling them, hey, this is from a while ago. This is what you did, but you still broke the rules. They're going to go on Twitter and say, I'm being punished for no reason. They're going to screenshot the last year and say, look at my review history. What have I done wrong? I'm going to look at it and go, I don't see that you did anything wrong. Now, we know Mm -hmm. from conversations we've had that 98% of the people who have been warned or banned or whatever have had pretty legitimate reasons for it. 
there's the humans do this, so there's yep. going to be mistakes. But we know we have it on good authority that everybody who's done something has done something. It might not have been yesterday, but they have done something. But if they don't tell people, then it's going to continue to increase that fear quotient, and then people are going to lash out against Niantic and the Niantic Wayfair team. Yep, absolutely right. And I think you're right. I think, and they, they they say that they can't give specific examples for privacy reasons, but um, if you're watching the YouTube, you can see my cat is in a mood right now. Your Holy cat, God. your cat is fired up about this topic, just like we are. Your cat's like, "Tell me what I did wrong." <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. You're gonna have to watch. I'm gonna put this into a short. Yeah, video. that was good. Oh, cat swatted. Did she? Cat swatted He's... at you like, hey. What are you he's doing? A, yeah, he's he's a kitten, so he's very very aggressive. Anyway, um, they they say they can't they can't share you know details for privacy reasons, but right if you're if you're saying hey you've done something wrong, it's you're the one who's done it. It's your submission. Yeah. There's no privacy Ooh. concern with telling that person that that's what they did right. wrong. Right now, th- if they want to share it with the there world, there you go. On that. Now they couldn't say hey Wastebotters podcast. Here's what what. You know, right. Joe Buster did wrong, but hey, Joe Buster, yep. here's what you did wrong. There's no privacy issues. Once I take yep. the picture and I submit it through either Pokemon or Ingress and it goes up onto the Wayfair, I've kind of waived my liability. I've, I've, I've you yep. know, I've kind of waived my rights to ownership of that picture when I put it in the cloud yeah. and put it on the Internet. So Niantic giving me feedback on the words that I wrote and the picture that I took. I don't understand the privacy concern there. Yeah, me either. And like, and if you give examples to your point earlier, it's they can look at it and go, "Okay, that's what I've done wrong. This is the thing that I did wrong. I know not to do that anymore." Or at the very least, they can go to people like us. They can go to people the like the ambassadors, right? Or they can just even post it on Twitter, right? right? And say, "Niantic says that this is bannable or suspendable, right? Do you agree?" I almost guarantee you that the majority of the people on Twitter will be like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And here's why this is exactly what you've done wrong. You're going to have people on there be like, no, I think every fire station (laughs) should be eligible or that little free library that's attached to your garage. It's fine. Right. Right. But so if you're, if you're in the right spot, you'll get the right answer. So here's one thing that I think this is one of the, this is just my hypothesis. You know, I like to throw out crazy ideas. I think my hypothesis is Niantic is fearful that they're going to say, this is what you did wrong. And someone's going to go, hmm, this is what they caught me for. So if I do this, I think Niantic is fearful it's going to help people refine their cheating. Because if they don't know. So Niantic is thinking if they don't know we're on to them, they won't be able to modify what they're doing. But if we tell them we know exactly what you did, then they're going to do something different. And I think that's the wrong mindset to have if you're Niantic. I think you need to let people know, hey, we're watching. We saw you do this, right? We know, you know, to kind of go back to the the title of the show, we know there was a time where people were just approving everything, right? There was people that were working together. This is not a secret, so I'm not saying anything anyone doesn't know. We know there was a period of time where people were logging in together in the same geographical area, and they were just approve, 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 or deny, 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 deny. That's not a secret. And we know a lot of the people who are getting caught up in these bands now were part of that approval gate, right? I don't Mm -hmm. think Niantic coming out and saying, hey, from October of 2021 through February of 2022, you you reviewed 1,000 nominations. And 900 of those were approvals. That is bad. 90%, mm-hmm. you know, something along yep. those lines. I mean, don't treat us like we don't know what's going on. If you pay attention, you can figure out what people are doing. Just tell them so they don't do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Right. I think they need to trust the Wayfarer community to do with the information what we're going to do and and to use that information proactively to learn and to make people better. Mm -hmm. And I think you're right. I think they are scared that if they get too specific, people will find ways around them being able to detect wayfarer abuse. But I think that they need to have more faith in the people who are trying to do this correctly to 
notice when something shows up in their area that shouldn't be there or notice that when something shows up in their area that shouldn't be where they've put it right and report it right like you know i am i am not afraid to and i have to do another report this weekend or maybe i'll do it monday there are more stops that have shown up in my area that are fake mm -hmm. and i will report them right right this you need to trust the community right. or or, or, or how about say, how about a uh, reward structure for finding something that's inappropriate? Ooh, that would be awesome. That would benefit me. If you said to me, I don't know what it is, not an upgrade, because an upgrade is like you, you have to be careful with how you use upgrades, but you get 25% towards an upgrade for every inappropriate or fake submission you find. I don't know what the reward would be, but put some kind of reward structure in place so when you're out playing the games or you're out wayfinding, if you see something, you're not just going to go, eh, it's not affecting me, right? Mm -hmm. So that way you police your own playground. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%, right? And, it, and there are people out there who will be like, oh, that's not supposed to be there. Oh, well, it's a spinner. Right. right? So, yeah. Or it's a portal I can hack or whatever, right? It's there is that, and there's a lot. I think there's a lot more people who are would just be indifferent to the abuse than people like myself mm -hmm. or yourself who want to keep the beam board clean, yeah. right? So I get the concern, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's just I think that if they don't start giving some actual feedback to people. You're, you're punishing people for the sake of punishing instead of coaching them right. and redirecting them. Because like, to your point, people are just going to go, well, if you're not going to tell me what I did wrong, I don't know what I did wrong. I'm just going to stop. Right. And for a system that's starving for people in some areas like Charlotte, North Carolina, absolutely, you're starving for yes. people to review yes. and to scare people away. It's just, it's counterproductive. It is. And we're it's just going to end up in a deeper hole than we already are. And... I mean, I don't want to overstate the point or understate the point, but knowledge is power. And mm -hmm. man, public perception can go a long ways. We we joke that PVP, PVP people are sensitive. They're sensitive, but they're also vocal. And those are the mm -hmm. last people we want trying to make the rules or set the public landscape for Wayfair. Because <laughs> they tend yeah. to overreact, you know. <laughs> PVP people come bit. at me, come at me, right? I I know some mm -hmm. of you guys, and and I just you know I, th I think it's true. And and let me say this: let me let me clean that up a little bit, Chris. I think PVP people are sensitive because they have got the short end of the stick on this game for the longest time, right? PV oh, for sure. PVP has been glitchy. There's been like numerous things wrong with PVP, and I don't want to be a hypocrite and try to say what's wrong with PVP, just like I don't want them talking about Wayfair, but they've got the short end of the stick. You know, I've been on the PVP corner with Fish and DeFiE. And, you know, they've kind of helped me try to build a team and get better at PvP. But I do acknowledge that they have been super screwed over when it comes to everything in the game. That still doesn't combat the fact that they are super sensitive on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And my point is, there's a vocal mob that Ken Pescator always talks about. I don't know what the number is. 5, 10, 15% of the entire player base is on Twitter. Most of the people who play this game don't follow the Pokemon Go, the Ingress, the Wayfair Twitter. Most people don't, mm -hmm. right? The people that do are like super hardcore and into it, and they're going to be the ones that are going to be the most vocal. What happens then is that bleeds out into the normal people. And there was a couple of people at Raid Hour these past couple of weeks that, you know, I'm always wearing the Wayfair, the, the Wayspotters t-shirt or the hoodie or something when I go to Raid Hour. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're the guy that does the podcast about Wayfair. Why is everybody getting banned? And I'm like, okay, time out, full stop, full stop. <laughs> Everyone is not getting banned. Well, I heard from so-and-so, and they said they saw something on Twitter. And I'm like, okay, oh, God. So then I had to, like, tell the whole story. And they're like, oh, that mm -hmm. makes sense. I'm like, some people did some bad stuff. Some people got caught cheating. Some people try to put in fake stops. There was this thing in the Netherlands. There was this thing in Germany. But And so then when I broke it all down to them, they're like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. I, I think I understand. I think I understand. I think that makes sense. Uh, so people are kind of overreacting. I'm like, yes, people overreacting. Like, will some innocent people get caught up in some of the wave bands? Sure, that's going to happen. That's why there's an appeals process. 
But my point, Chris, is that if Niantic doesn't do a good job of letting people know what's going on, people are going to go off of what they hear and what the rumors are, and that's going to become canon, right? Some people are going to say, oh, Zionic, who I religiously follow for PvP content, who has been right about everything he said about PvP, is now talking about Wayfair, and he said, don't do it because you're going to get banned. They have no reason not to believe Zionic or whoever it is because that's who they follow. Or trainer club or zoe two dots or mystic seven or whoever it may be or even pokey ak you know mm-hmm. people start talking about these things and they don't know that these people might not be the best resource that they might be going off of some things that someone said and there were some creators i won't call their names that were saying so and so got banned and it turned out that person was cheating and they should have been banned. <laughs> but my point yeah, is exactly. niantic can prevent all of this it's a self-inflicted wound by giving people more information so what people read on Twitter, which is incorrect, doesn't become the law. Yep, 100%. Right. And that leads me perfectly into elephant number two, okay. which is I have put in the notes as, tell me again how you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. I, I have yet to see a single person who has been suspended incorrectly. Right. Mm-hmm. And we've we've seen a couple people who have taken up us up on our offer to say, hey, let us go through your nomination history. And I I did. And I spent a lot of time. You did. Explaining this is wrong. That's wrong. This is wrong. That's wrong. And it's, it's not necessarily that these things themselves got you a suspension or got you a warning. It's cumulatively this mound of flaming coal right. <laughs> is what led to your suspension right, right? it wasn't so not... it wasn't one coal action it was right the same incorrect nomination in the wrong place that you submitted 17 times it was yep. that exactly right it was that and there's a couple people they were just like oh I, my friend got banned incorrectly and blah and we're like did you did you are you sure like are you sure before you went to bat for this person and this is what I want people to understand, right? If, if someone comes on Twitter and says, I was banned incorrectly, and that, that's it. That is the only thing that they say. And someone instantly jumps to their defense. You're, you're white knighting for someone with absolutely no backup. No information right? at all. And, and then when you come and go, are you sure, though? They're like, oh, you're a bootlicker. And we're like, okay. Let's let's back this up for a second, right? <laughs> right? I'm not necessarily saying that they're wrong, okay? I am just saying that we need more evidence before I can necessarily agree with them because I trust the Wayfair team mm-hmm. that they're doing the proper investigations. Mm-hmm. You, on the other hand, mm-hmm. are jumping on the let's attack Niantic bandwagon just because Bob, someone you don't even know, says that Niantic screwed up. And you believe them. Like, I don't, I don't want to say... Which one of us is licking a boot, but right. yes. which one of us is licking a boot? You know? Oh man. And like that bootlicker like stat- that bootlicker term is just getting thrown around so <laughs> much lately. I don't know how many times I've seen it's, that meme. Here's your boot, sir. Oh, and I'm like Here's your boots. And it's like really it's like that's the best you can come up yeah. with. And it's like Bob in Indiana on. turns out wasn't telling you the truth, but you're not right. gonna go back and say, Hey, Bob in Indiana, mm-hmm. um, you didn't tell me the truth. Now Again, I appreciate everyone who reaches out to us. And Chris, you have been doing mm-hmm. the Lord's work, researching this and doing this. And I just haven't had the time for whatever reason. Yeah, but which is fair. The, yeah. the thing that I that I love and loathe at the same time is the messages that I see in the DMs where they're like, oh, thank you very much. And then they go on Twitter, Niantic sucks. And I'm like, <laughs> hold on a second. I just saw a DM you sent Chris that was like, oh, I understand what happened now. And then eight minutes later, you're on your Twitter going, Niantic sucks, don't do Wayfair. And it's like, I'm not going to out you. I should. Mm -hmm. But then no Mm -hmm. one would ever like write into us ever again. So I'm not going to do that. But like, I know who you are (laughs) and I know what you did and you're not being fair and and yeah. and that is also counterintuitive and counteractive to the process. Go on Twitter mm-hmm. and go, you know what? 
went back through my entire three-year history, and there was some stuff I did wrong. I've been clean for a year, but hey, they caught me speeding, mm-hmm. won't do it again. But no one's going to do that. They're just going to say Niantic nope. bad. Yep. And it, it's funny, too, because like I replied to, to that person. I was like, I can out you. You know I can out you. Yeah. I'm not going to. But right. you might want to reconsider. And then it was just like crickets. Yeah, exactly. And they stopped tagging us and stuff. Yes, they did. Right? And I was just like, <laughs> you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Right. And it's funny, too, like when people are just like, oh, my friend got banned incorrectly. And then Andis was like, um, no. Oh. And then it was just like everyone stopped. Yeah, it, it completely Not a single stopped. one of those people who picked up that pitchfork were just like, my bad. No, there was one right? person. They just kind of. No, no. There was that one person that said it was inappropriate of Andis to go that deep into their history. Remember that reply? Oh. <laughs> It's like you were right, but, but you shouldn't that. have done. You shouldn't have done the research oh. to prove that you were right. I was. I looked oh at that and God. I was like, "That was inappropriate for an ambassador to do that." I'm like, "That's exactly what the ambassadors that's, are for." That's they're supposed to. Do. Oh wow, wow! That one, I, that one got like, me. That one, got yeah. Me. Oh, I totally missed that one. That's amazing. Yeah, but yeah. Like it, most people, like 90 percent of the people were just like they kind of like left their pitchfork where it was mm-hmm. and just kind of did that Homer back into the into the bush thing, and then they and then the next time someone posts that they were banned incorrectly out from the the right the thing they'll come right. It's like come on, if if we're if we're doing the work right, if Annis is doing the work, which he does the Lord's work way more than I do, yeah. Um, and and actually says, no, here's what you've done wrong. People need to be like, you know what? I'm going to take this information that you have given me and I'm going to apply that to my wayfaring because now I have learned something. Yes. You don't just kind of drop it and fade off into the distance and be like, accountability. You have to have accountability for what you've done wrong. And I'm glad you said accountability because I want to call out Niantic here. They've got to be accountable. They can't leave their ambassadors flapping in the wind. Like mm-hmm. they got to give Andis and these other people some air support because Andis mm-hmm. is 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 now I know he his reputation is a bulldog and he he will tell you that if you're talking to him. So I'm not talking about yep. I'm not talking about him behind his back. But if he's going out and doing this work, he's got to Niantic's got to have his back because he's right. He's doing what needs to be yeah. done. But I think he's got to have yep. a little air support from Niantic Wayfair that he is doing the right thing. No, 100%, right? And that's why whenever he kind of does this stuff on, on Twitter, I'm right there with him on our on our Twitter being like, you know, 100%, I'll retweet this, yep. you're going to like it because it's he's, he's right. Yep. Right? He's very, very often wrong, not often wrong. Right. So, right? And we're not saying that, you know, we should instantly believe Niantic in every instance, right? So, like, we approach all of these things with an open mind. Be like, hey, show us your history. Like what mm-hmm. types of things have you been nominating? We have an open mind, right? But should we assume that everyone who posts on show, so, social media, that their band wasn't justified would write? Absolutely not. Right. Right. Take everything with a grain of salt because Twitter will do Twitter things. <laughs> and like, more often than, than not, you you did things that your band was justified yeah right you might not know it was and i think that's part of the problem i was banned and then it turns out that you were part of the that group that was approving everything or you were nominating light posts because you saw light posts in the game so you assumed Mm -hmm. that every single light post was nominatable if that's a word so you nominated 4700 light posts and then things came along which is why i go back to niantic's got to do a better job of explaining what you did wrong so you don't take to twitter and go "Ooh, niantic big evil company they took away my pokemon go access because i did this that or the other and it turns out that there's an explanation for it so People's number one is not to follow the appeals process. People number one is to go on Twitter and cause outrage um, and and chaos and instead of like following the process. So, I mean, that Mm -hmm. that's just human nature. People are going to do that. But of all of the people who've come on Twitter and have said I was banned for no reason, the people that it was proved were banned for a reason. I don't think I've seen any of them go, hey, my bad. I did it. Sorry. I don't haven't seen one. Not one. Not, not a, single, not a one. single one to come and say, hey, actually, I really, yeah, you got me. Okay. My bad. Mm-hmm. Not one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause those people will never admit right. it. Right? And to your point, right? Like it's, 
you Niantic, we don't want people going through their nomination history and picking out things that they think were abuse that weren't, and then going and doing the things that were abuse again because yes. they don't know that it was abuse. You know what exactly. I mean? Like it's, yep. You need to yep. lead the horse to They got to do a better job of letting people know. I don't know, man. I always go back to like traffic laws because I think that transcends cultures and borders. Mm. Like everyone knows that in any country where you have a motor vehicle, there's a, a speed limit, right? Yep. Whether it's miles per hour or kilometers and there's a stop sign and there's a yellow light, a green light and a red light. And, you know, if Niantic is kind of looking the other way, if people going through a yellow light, but if you run a stop sign or run a red light, you're going to get slapped on your hand. Imagine getting a ticket saying you committed a traffic violation, but we can't tell you when you did it. Or we can't tell you yeah. what you did, but here's points on your license at a hundred dollar fine. Don't do it again. And don't do it yeah. again. Don't do what again? Don't do what you did. What did I do? <laughs> oh, you know what you did. And you, you know what you and did. you know when you did it. Don't do it again. I'd be like, I drive every day for three hours. Did I run a stop sign last week? Did I go through mm -hmm. a yellow light that turned red? Did I go over the speed limit? I would be like yep. racking my brain going, when did I violate this traffic law? I probably did. You're right. I probably did. But I'd like to know when I did it. Oh, when I was late for work, I went 35 through the school zone. That's 25. Mm -hmm. And the red light or the camera got me. Okay. Now I know. Take my time on the school zone. Don't do it. But yeah. If I just get a letter in the mail saying, hey, Jamal, you violated the tra traffic law, come pay your fine. Well, well, no, tell me. So that's mm -hmm. it. I don't think Niantic needs to change anything they're doing with their ladders other than they need to let people know when they committed the offense and what they should do alternatively the next time. Yep, 100%. Completely agree. All right. I think we went a little bit longer on that than I intended, but I think it was good. We needed to do that. So let's jump into topic number two, supporting information, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, so, let's do it. Supporting information can make or break your nomination. If the reviewer isn't able to validate that your nomination is where they says it is, it will likely get rejected. And here's the really crappy thing about this is it will, you won't always get a valid reason mm -hmm. because there's no... Personally, I would love, and if Niantic could make this happen, if you're listening, some more free free stuff for you. I would love <laughs> a rejection reason under location that says cannot validate physical location. Mm -hmm. That would right. be great. That would solve a because, lot of things. Because people are reviewing and they're like, oh, I can't figure out other rejection criteria. Mm -hmm. right? And then you don't know, again, going back to you need to give them more information. You don't know what you did wrong. You're just going to resubmit it the same way next time. Right? Mm -hmm. so, right. Yeah, I personally use mismatched location um, in hopes that they'll read it and go mismatched location. No, it's exactly where it, where it's supposed to be. It's exactly where I said it was. And hopefully their brain goes, maybe I should take a better supporting photo that shows right where it is. Right. Hopefully. I don't know how much it works, but now, Chris, I, I know what some people may be thinking, and I've had this happen to me. Remember the nomination I showed you in my park of the park sign? that's been denied twice for this same reason. When I nominate it in the park, it drifts so much. The pin, mm -hmm. the pin is, is it's tough to get it right where it is. So I'm going to have to nominate this one, like from the house, like later on to get the pin where it is. But if people are nominating from um, a live location, what advice would you give them? if it's showing in a different location because of the drift or because of GPS or Wi-Fi, it, It's tough, right? So you have to, and this is why I like to do my research ahead of time. It, you, you check the, your Google maps and if you can find it on Google maps, then, then you're gold, right? Cause you can move the pin around when you're doing the nomination. Right. And if, if you have to go to a place that's got better Wi-Fi where you can kind of get it, just right then that's then that's probably what you need to do right but if you can find do your research on the map and try and figure out from google map because sometimes it's it's tough on a phone yeah right to kind of narrow that, that picture down but if you're on if you have like a laptop or a computer and you have a bigger screen you can use landmarks to figure out where things are on the google map and then use that to kind of triangulate where 
your nomination is, right? Right. No, that's going to be the difference and, between an a advanced explorer and someone who just plays Pokemon Go and go, oh, this would be mm-hmm. a cool thing to nominate. And they don't have those tools. They don't have IATC yeah. or they don't have the Intel map. You know, they're just like, hey, I'm pulling up here. I set the location. I take the picture. And they might be off by, you know, that's more than what's a few meters between friends that say mm-hmm. it's I'm I'm in the park. There's a canopy tree cover. I don't know where it should be. I'm just going to put it where it suggested it. Right. Yeah. And that's tough, right? Especially if you're under trees, because then you really don't know. Right. Like, am I am I actually where I say I am or am I not? So you kind of have to hope your phone has a really good GPS signal where you are and then kind of go from there. Uh, I got a couple of examples I want to show. All right. Um, I'll do my best to describe them, but this will be very graphic heavy. Okay, let's do it. Um, first one. Is oh, you got it. When, when you map. say when you say graphic heavy, you have to say here's another reason for you to go and watch the YouTube so you here's can see. Re- <laughs> yep. yes, Absolutely. Yeah. And I will bookmark this so you can skip right ahead to this section if you would like. Perfect. So in the description, it's always. And if you look at the bottom of the YouTube, um, the timeline will be broken up into chunks so you can just jump right ahead to whatever section that you want so perfect first one is a map so it's west coast worldwide map it's a map by a zip line and it's there so that people can place attack where they have visited from so if you're from like out of the country you put attack where your hometown is and people will know oh wow look at all these people who have come all the way around from around the world to do the zip line here Right. Mm-hmm. The problem with this one is the supporting photo is a I don't even know. Like it's it looks like a picture of the sign, the side of a container with a heart with the word wild right. painted in it. It has nothing to do with the original nothing. nomination. Like um, I was looking at it when I was going over the show notes thinking maybe it's a wider view of the original, but it's not, it's like completely separate. It doesn't show anything to do with the original nomination at all. Yeah. So, and this is likely in an area where you can't necessarily see where this map is from street view Mm -hmm. because it's probably inside the, in the sides of zipline park and you probably won't be able to see it from satellite because it's a map on a board. So you're not going to be able to see it. So you're not doing yourself a service by proving to me because this is an acceptable nomination for me right Mm -hmm. this is something that that's cool that's interesting that is something that i would like to explore and see where people have gone and gather with friends and neighbors to say hey look so and so's from here remember when we went there or blah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but i don't know that this is there right right there's nothing in this supporting photo that tells me that so your supporting photo should always 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 have your nomination in it if you this is the biggest mistake that people made and we talked about this in the um uh the episode where we said we covered my article you can't just take a photo of your nomination and then turn around and take another photo that's not yep it doesn't help exactly. anybody. It doesn't help. Right? Like, it, sure. And I, and I get why people do it because people are just like, oh, well, that you can see that on Street View. Mm-hmm. Like, cool. But you could have taken that photo anywhere. Right. Right. That doesn't like show, that. that doesn't give the nomination and frame right. of reference. What I want to yep. see is here's the nomination from a wide angle so I can see the background and I can look to see that it's actually mm-hmm. there versus just, I just took a picture of the street and some trees. Yep, exactly, right? So, Because all that supporting photo does is it shows me that you were physically there. Right, yep. It doesn't show me that that point of interest is there. Right. And that's what I need to see. Gotcha. I don't care if you were there. Right. right? I believe you were <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> need to see the POI. <laughs> I need to know that you're not trying to fake this. Right. Exactly. So, let's go with example number two. Okay. This is some, it looks like sculptures of some baby moose love me some moose i am canadian so that's not surprising (laughs) um it looks like it's it's by a sidewalk or at least by the side of the street where the pedestrian access is Mm -hmm. the problem with this is so this is a acceptable main photo right it frames it well yep it does 
the problem is the supporting photo is just taken from above. Mm -hmm. It doesn't and show anything else about the surrounding area right. or anything. It doesn't, there's no surrounding area. There's no context of where it is. And his supporting information is because reasons. <laughs> I saw that and I'm like, what, what, <laughs> what that says to me is I forgot to go back in and update it. I just put something in at the time, Probably. you know, but still, I mean, yep. that kind of fits the profile of what the submitter has shown us. Like you're not showing mm -hmm. us anything and you just put in yep. some nonsense and that's kind of what it is. And that's kind of why I'm leaning towards maybe that's not it because there was very little effort put into the supporting information or the supporting photo. Yeah. So I'm kind of erring on the side of why would you put valuable information in the supporting information when you're not going to try it with a photo. Right. right? Yep. So agree. Again, like we talked about before, there's no context for where this, where this photo was taken. Right. Um, and let's go with bad example number three. Oh, I remember this one. This is <laughs> a picture of a mural. <laughs> um, it's like half of it's a brain. The other half is like there's trees on the top. There's a turtle on the bottom. It looks like water is kind of flowing out the bottom underneath the turtle. It's a cool little painting. Yeah. It's kind of like this is your brain. This is your brain on nature. If I was going to describe it. Yeah. Right? It's called Imagination Mural, Abstract Mural in Randolph Middle. So I think this is in a middle school, but we're gonna we're gonna skip past that because that's not the point of this. <laughs> um the, the supporting photo is it looks like somebody went up half a flight of stairs, turned around, and then took a picture of a brick column. Yes. And a glass like door. Does, there's, there's, or a window. And a glass door. And the mural isn't in it. So there's no context that tells me that this is inside of of the building. Right. There's no, there's no contextual clues in your supporting photo that says, yes, this is in the building that you say it's in. Right. Now, if right. the mural sure. was on the wall, that would be a little bit better. Cause that would kind of tell me right. it's there, but like those two pictures could have been taken 10 days apart and a hundred miles mm -hmm. apart. And we would never know that yep. that was the same spot. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now and for context, this is inside of a middle school, but that's, that that's a whole nother topic for a whole yes. another day yeah exactly yeah um it's just another reason to reject this right. but like <laughs> i'm sure that this mural if it is in that school is in a common area where you could take a picture that has other clues like the name of the school or the name of the building that it's in that would say to me as a reviewer yes this is where you say it is mm -hmm. Right. So I would believe that, yes, this is in this middle school and that would be acceptable, but it's in a middle school. So it's projected. Right. right? It's one star. Let's just say ball. this was in a community center. Let's just go with that. Then that would yeah. make all the difference in right. the world or, you know, uh, you know, so, someplace other than a middle school or K to 12. Yeah. Yep. So my next example is also oh, close. You almost had it, right? So this is <laughs> some metal art sculptures on the wall of a building and it's called falling leaves. So as you can see, it's a bunch of leaves on a wall mm -hmm. and the, the main photo is pretty good. It's a close up view of the, the leaves because they go up from the, the first story down to the, the main floor. Yep. The supporting photo is for something that's inside, I would say pretty good. Mm -hmm. It's a much wider shot. You can... You can use the windows that are in the building shot to use street view to match up the windows that are on this building and say, I can confidently say that I believe this is the same building. Correct. Right. Correct. Because it's unique enough that I could say, if I could see this building on street view, I could tell that that's where this building is. Yep. The, the problem for me is, first of all, the description says, FYI, my Google Maps shows the building site and not the completed structure, which is excellent information for your for your supporting information box not for your title and description not for your title and description not at all that is you, you just you cut that part out you put that in the supporting information yes and maybe you get this approved because yes. this is what we've talked about before if your nomination is not viewable on street view or even satellite because it's a new construction area 
you need to mention that in your supporting information. Yes. And say, hey, FYI, this isn't viewable on satellite. This isn't viewable on Street View because of XYZ, because it's a new construction area and Google hasn't gotten around to taking new pictures. The Google car hasn't visited this area right. since this has been built. This is 100% going to get a one star for title and description. Yep. And, no, 100%. And, and, and maybe a one star overall, because you can go back and clean that up, but that's not something you want in a PLI. Yep. Yep. And, you know, if you had to put that information in just the supporting information there, then you know, maybe you get this through. Maybe you have to wait till it shows up on satellite or street view to get it through, but you're not doing yourself any favors by just using art, art. in your supporting information. Right, art. So this is, let's go to some good examples. Okay. Uh, this is Moe's Barbecue Bar Boar. Ooh. It is a stuffed boar head over a bar. Okay. And the photo's pretty good. Yeah, photo's pretty good. That's a mean-looking pig. He was mad when they finally got him. <laughs> He's like, no, <laughs> get that thing out of my sight. <laughs> if, if people were shooting at me, I'd be mad too. Yeah, true. Um, but the supporting photo is a much wider shot of, like I said before, it's the whole wall mm -hmm. that that bores on so you can see the windows. Um, you can identify that this is in a barbecue restaurant, barbecue bar. It's got the whole bar on there. There are some other things that would that would indicate that this is a barbecue joint mm -hmm. in the photo. Mm -hmm. For sure. Right? And this is, I think, maybe if they could have gotten like, uh, like a sign with the name of the bar on it in there, but they probably couldn't given the photo that they've taken. Right. This is a pretty good photo. Yeah. It's a pretty good example of how to take a photo of something that's inside. And it's a pretty good example of something to put in the supporting information that mm -hmm. helps the reviewer. It says this spot is a prime example of being a great place, excuse me, to be social with others where many locals frequent all days of the week. The boar makes it even more of a favorite. So that's some good information that sells this nomination to the people who are doing reviews instead of just boar. Right. Boar. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> boar. No, I like it. I think that's great. <laughs> that's good. I think that's great. This next one's one of my favorites that we've got so far. All right, let's take a look this at this is... one. Quadrature de Cercle. It is a nice piece of art that is kind of a sculpture, um, some circles on it. It's it's a very abstract, so it's very hard to describe. Mm -hmm. um, it's very, very thin and kind of stand up on its edge. The photo's got some trees and some bushes behind it, and it looks like it's got a little bit of a plaque that probably has the description, uh, artist, the description, the artist name, yeah. Which is probably where they got the title. Mm -hmm. um, the supporting photo, I think, is fantastic. It is because it shows that there's a path that walks right through there. Pedestrian so access. Pedestrian access. It's you can see the nomination on the very, very left-hand corner of the supporting photo, mm -hmm. and you can see an apartment building in the background that you can use for reference to say, "I can find that apartment building." Here's the park that they say it in. It's in, I can correlate the two. And now I believe that it's here. Right. And I can also use those stone, um, yep. kind of the brick walks, the stone walkway. Uh, I can use it to kind of line it up and say, this is where it is. Because mm -hmm. that looks like to be a long path. And someone could have placed the pin anywhere in there. But you can count the stones as opposed to how mm -hmm. far away from it is in the apartment. And you can use that to approximate if there's no street view. So you're, you're spot yep. on, my guy. You're spot on. Yep. And the great thing about this one, too, is it looks like the path kind of curves right mm -hmm. there. So you can tell that it's probably in the corner of this park. Right. right. So you can use that extra information. This is just a fantastic supporting photo. Now, if someone just submitted the same main photo twice, you would have no frame of reference. But this way, exactly. you can tell where it is. So that's that's good stuff there. So yeah. kudos to the person who did that nomination. Next one is Bid, Big Red Anchor. The title, the description is the big red anchor outside the marina. So they're not very specific about where the marina is, which is fine because the supporting photo is taken from like 30 feet away right. and yeah. it's done on the sidewalk. So you can see it's got pedestrian access pedestrian and it's access. got the whole sign yeah, it for is. the marina. It's the whole thing. Like there's no question right. that is exactly yep. where it is. 
So you can open up that photo and it will tell you the marina and you can Google that marina and it will tell you it's exactly at that address. Right. And then you're, you're done. Right? Yep. Like this is probably viewable on Street View. Mm-hmm. Um, Depending we're, on we're when the Street View about, is taken. but Right. Right. But we're going to talk about that in a second. But at the very least, this marina is probably on Street View. Mm-hmm. Maybe they added the, um, the anchor later, but you can tell this is where that marina is. Because that photo, it's just, it's perfect. Yep. You can't argue with that photo at all. So that is all I've got for examples. Okay. But I wanted to talk about, let me scroll down in my notes here. So here's the big thing. People always ask, how important is my supporting information? And I always tell people very, it's very, very important, but there are times where it's not necessarily necessary. Like if, if you can, if it's a slam dunk nomination, like a basketball court or like a volleyball court or a church um, or a church or something like that, that you can a see on satellite and B see on street view, you're supporting information. It's not really necessary for you to kind of go all in Mm -hmm. on your supporting information because those are slam dunks. Right. But I'm going to caveat that with, you should be using good supporting information every single time, regardless of whether or not you feel it's necessary. Because if there's any level of nuance, you're going to need it. Right. That, yes, exactly. Right. And if, if there's any, you don't want to give reviewers a reason to look down on your nomination. You don't want to give reviewers a reason to say, "Mm, no. Right. Right. And, it gives you good practice for when you're doing nominations for things that you do need to give good supporting information for something that's in a new construction area, something that's not, it's off the beaten path, right? You don't want to get into the habit of just saying church or trail marker or whatever, right? right? You want a good information every single time. So you're in the habit of doing it every single time and you're not shortchanging yourself. Chris, this is what I like to say about it. I want to make sure that my reviewers are lazy. They don't need to open up the mm-hmm. photo. They don't need to Google. Yes. I'm giving them everything. So they need to go main photo, supporting photo, title description, supporting information, look at the pin, five star, and move on. Mm-hmm. It's when exactly. it's when you you act like you're hiding something from the reviewer is when people start digging in a little more, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, the yeah. picture's the same. There's no supporting info. Let me pull this up on Street View. I don't want people doing, I don't want people all in my kitchen. I want people to go, okay, mm-hmm. here's the nomination. It's legit. It's where it is. Five stars, move on, right? I'm going yep. to, I'm encouraging people to give the reviewers enough information where they can review your thing in 30 or 45 seconds and go on to the next one. When you're taking mm-hmm. six, seven minutes on a nomination, it's probably something funky or fake with it. Yep. So when I was when I first started my career, right, and I, I first became a supervisor, my manager at the time said to me, because I sent an email and then I had to answer 15 questions after it. So he pulled me into his office and he said, like, listen, I'm gonna teach you something here and I want you to take this to heart. When you're submitting And I think it applies to this. So when Mm -hmm. you are submitting a nomination, you need to think to yourself, what questions will people have about my nomination, right? So think of yourself as a reviewer. If you were reviewing this open-minded with the lens to approve, what questions would, would they need answered? What questions would you need answered to just blindly go through this without any thoughts and say, yep, I believe that. Yes, I believe that. Yes, I believe that and answer all of those questions with your main photo, your supporting photo, your supporting information, right? Because my manager said to me, when you send an email to people who are important, think of every single question that they're going to ask you about this and answer it in the first email. Give them all of the information that they need right off the bat so that they can take that and go, thank you. I have all of the information that I need. I don't need anything else. Good job. Yep. Right. You want to do the same thing with your nominations. You yep. want to give your reviewers everything that they need to know. 100%. I couldn't, there's nothing I can add to that that you didn't say. That That's that's awesome advice for life and for Wayfair. For life and for Wayfair, exactly. <laughs> See, we're giving people life advice here too. Right. Damn. We are multi-talented that's here at the Waste right. And On that note, I think that we're going to run to break play some dad jokes and we have got 
some sort of spectacular way spot of the week and a couple of really good calls of the week that mm. we will play after. All right. So let's run to break. Enjoy the Jags, Oaks, and we will see you on the other side. Howdy, it's Alfindial here, professional trivia host and low-tier streamer, uh, and you're listening to the Wave Spotters podcast. This is Tish from the middle of nowhere in Alabama, and you are listening to the Wave Spotters podcast. Hello, this is Kermit the Frog, and you are listening to the Wave Spotters podcast. Ugh, get some better jokes already. It's season two. Where do surfers learn how to surf? At boarding school. Did you hear about the teenager who failed their driving test? Yep, they thought it was a crash course. Why did the baseball coach put the frog way out in the outfield? Because he is great at catching flies. Why don't other farm animals like playing basketball with pigs? Because they're ball hogs. What board game is most popular in Prague? Checkers. What type of shoes does a lazy person wear? Loafers. What do you call a boomerang that doesn't come back to you? A stick. What kind of music does a boulder like? Rock and roll! All right, welcome back, everybody. I hope you liked the dad jokes this week. They are hilarious as always. If Jamal does not say so himself, yep. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna jump right into waste spot of the week. Waste spot of the week this week comes from Agent X, and it is a two story mural of it looks like a Viking. It does. So this is it looks like a Viking busting through the wall. Yeah. And people are on to you with these two-story murals they know how to get yes. on the show <laughs> yes yeah it's funny because hnx tagged me when he posted this he said two-story mural that's it that's all he said <laughs> i was like yes oh it's, it's amazing so it's it's a viking he's got a bright yellow helmet with kind of the 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 thor um wings, wings on the, the side of it and one of his hands is on the on the wall ahead above him and one is below it looks like he's crawling through yeah, a like hole he's in the wall himself he's through yeah big viking beard on him it's just it's such a great photo it is um, that is such really a great cool. mural and it is it's just spectacular i don't have the oh maybe i do this is i think this is actually agent x's nomination hmm. it is joe vandal at the empire is the title and it is a mural of Joe Vandal, the University of Idaho mascot at the Empire Apartments. Oh, just, nice. It's fantastic. That is great. I do love that. And look and at that supporting I'm, photo. That supporting photo yes. is like exactly what you were just talking about. Like Agent X is paying attention. Yep. So let me, I'm going to pull up the work. Did it come up? Oh, it did. Perfect. So this is, oh, I lost where we are. There we go. This supporting photo. So back to, this is one of the reasons I picked this one for this episode, because this is a fantastic supporting photo because it's far enough away. Mm -hmm. It's got all the whole building in the picture. So you can see exactly where this mural is in relation to the building that he's saying it's on. So you yep. can find some street view. Oh yeah, for sure. Find that, find that pergola and find that side of the building. And there you go. Yes. Even if this was painted yesterday, I know exactly where that is. For sure. That's fantastic. That's gorgeous. So thank you, Agent X. Good job. This is fantastic. Nailed this one. Agent X, Agent X um, does a lot of great work. And for those yes. of you who are listening and watching, please go do me a favor. Go to TikTok and search up Agent... What's his TikTok name? It's in the show notes. I can't remember what it is. Agent X Wayfair. Agent X Wayfair. Go to TikTok. I will put the link yeah. down in the description, yep. and I will put the link in a bar below yes. where we are right there. Go search Agent X on, on TikTok. You will not regret it. No, 100%. His nominations and his videos are fantastic, yep. and he's doing a very good job. Is it time so to talk about the in. opposite? Yes. All right. Let's jump into the opposite of Waste Spot of the Week. Call of the Week. Week. 
I've been working on the way there all the live long day. I've been working on the way there just to pass the. Uh oh. Oh no. Hey Jamal, I found some coal. All right. You want me to take Both this of one? the calls this week come from Twitter. So yeah, you take this one okay. and I'll take the second one. All right. So yeah, like Chris said, both of them come from Twitter. Two uh, Twitter accounts that you should be following and we would encourage that you follow. I'll talk about the first one. The first one is at Wayfair Cole. And Wayfair Cole is a Twitter account that just scans, scans Wayfair and puts out things that are kind of laughable, kind of funny, and they're kind of cultastic. So the first one we are going to spotlight is what you're seeing on your screen right now. And the title of this one is End Cap Stop Sign. And what you're looking at here um, on the screen is, goodness, some of these are so bad. So it's a stop sign and it's, it's, it's like a dead end. So the main picture is a stop sign and, and like some of those reflectors, like if you're coming up to a dead end and you're in, it's at the, it's kind of at like a level car level. So if you shine, it's going to tell you like, don't drive any further. You're going to wreck. And it, it's essentially like a dead end of a neighborhood with a stop sign and some of those flashers on it. And then there's like blue sky and trees in the background with like kind of rolling sagebrush and then like a sidewalk. But it's essentially just a dead end. Like there's there's nothing there. It's a street sign. And the title and description title is in cap, in cap stop sign, uh, in street cap that has a nature space and a tree planted with a circle brick path which is not a, a waste spot. Um, and the supporting info is tree space with a couple of benches, hoping this space one day becomes a dog park. Okay. If it becomes a dog park, then it's eligible. <laughs> but as it sits right now, it is nothing. There, there's nothing, there, there's no nomination there. There's nothing. It's a stop sign. It's not eligible. So this is clearly Cole. And I want to thank Wayfair Cole for, um, for bringing this out. And they had a couple of uh, funny hashtags. You can see that on the right of the screen. It was hashtag wishful thinking, hashtag it's a stop sign, you nimrod, and hashtag but never let go of your dreams. So I thought that was pretty funny. And it was exactly what I was yeah. thinking. Like, someday this is going to be something. Uh, but right now it's nothing but coal. Yeah. And I, I love her hashtags. There, it's a it's a stop sign. You Nimrod is great. Yeah, that that's um, that's the it, best one. The, I think that the worst part about this is like it's not even a stop sign on a pole. It's like it looks like right. somebody just took a stop sign that fell off a pole yes. and shoved it in the rocks. Yeah, the exactly. The just kind of leaned it up there. Like there's yeah. there's nothing there. Yeah. Like I almost think the person who took this picture and submitted this nomination put that stop sign. There. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him, to be honest no. with you. I really wouldn't. <laughs> so let's move on to call of the week number two. All right. Um, let's see this one. Love my Star Wars references. So this is from <laughs> at one star rejects on Twitter. It's a fairly new account, um, but they've got some great stuff on here. So this is a photo of a tree. And I'm going to read the description because I think the description tree. It's a, it's a tree. Tree. Um, the description is it's a tree that looks like the popular Star Wars character Jabba the Hutt, and it does. <laughs> it it very it much does. this tree looks a it lot does. like Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, it does. Um, it does. I, I can give them that. It, it, first of all, it looks like it's in front of someone's house. Yes. And it, I would. And here's here's my uh, my discerning eye here. It looks like there's a lockbox on that front door, so that house is probably for sale. Um, yep. Not that that's here nor there, but it's or an Airbnb or an Airbnb. It could be an Airbnb, right? like the like the lockbox on the Airbnb in New Jersey yep. that I could never. I was like the only guy that couldn't open it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me forever to get it the first time too. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, it's it's private residential property. Probably um, mm -hmm. it's a natural feature, like. One star reject says it just so he says on Twitter trees that sort of kind of maybe resemble Star Wars characters are still one star rejects under natural feature. And they and here you go. They tagged us and used the hashtag coal of the week. Yes. You 
Yeah. So I'm one star gonna... rejects. Um, thank you for the conversation that we had on, on, on Twitter, yes. on DM. Yes. And we are very happy to include you in cold week. You tagged us on it and here it is. This is great. Continue to tag us on stuff and we'll continue to feature you here. So Chris, these are good, man. These are really, really good. good. I'm going to have to remember to reply to this tweet with a link to the short so they can uh, come in. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Good stuff. Yeah. You got anything else? I have nothing else. Nothing else. We're just over an hour, so let's get everyone back to their Sunday. All right. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Waste Waters. We really appreciate it. A big thank you to our executive producer, Kate the Comms, and to all of our patrons. We could not do this without your support. Um, thank you so much. Keep messaging us at 2 a.m. I'm not very talkative this week. I probably won't be very talkative next week because I'm on day shift for the next couple weeks. So... We'll get back to our 2 a.m. conversations in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm not ignoring you, I promise. Like I promise. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Waste Spotters, there's a few ways you can show us. Follow us on all of our socials. We are on Twitter at Waste Spotters. We are also on Instagram at Waste Spotters Podcast. And on TikTok at I Make Waste Spots. We're incredibly responsive. We love interacting with our followers. Let us know what you thought about today's episode and all of our episodes. Uh, you can also visit our website, www.wayspotters.com. From there, you can get the links to everywhere you can download the show. You can also send us a message directly from the website, and we may feature you on a future episode. You can email us, wayspotters at pokemonprofessor.com. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to hit the like button. Click subscribe and click the bell to be notified anytime we post a new video. If you are not watching this on YouTube, we recommend it. Like I mentioned earlier, I bookmark everything. So every every chapter, every topic has its own little section. So you can kind of jump to wherever you want to watch on the, on the video just to pick out all of the parts. We recommend that you watch the whole thing. But, you know, yeah. if you want to yeah, come yeah. and just watch a little bit, little parts of it, we're cool with that, too. Uh, leave us a voicemail on our hotline, 704-426-3710. We have a little bit of a backlog and we promise we will get to them eventually. Uh, you can also tweet us a voice message. You never know. Your voicemail may appear on an upcoming episode of the show. Finally, if you're not a member of the Pokemon Professor Network Patreon, you can join us for as little as $1 US a month. That's a buck 35 Canadian and I do not have the other conversions this time so i'll promise i'll have it all prepared next time we're one day early give me a break yeah i know right uh, all you need to do to join is go to patreon.com slash pokemon professor you'll get links and access to all of the shows across the whole network including wastewater special conditions gotta watch them all purified purified podcast and lured up it's a fantastic place filled with fantastic people jamal and i are in the wayfarer channels Pretty much all the time, um, people are tagging us in there. We love having conversations with our uh, with our Patreons. Yep. And with that, we look forward to you joining us again next week here on Waste Spotters. We appreciate all of the support that we get every single week from all the likes, all the comments, all the listens, all the downloads. Um, we could not do this without it, all of you. And remember, it's not that far. Get out of your car. 